I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, everybody. This is Artie's Hey Fam. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Angus Truscott. And this week we are very official because this is officially the most excited we've ever been to record since we started this fucking podcast. This is a damn good week to be part of the fam. I kept th- I've kept i been thinking that all week. I remember at the start of the year, only like three months into the year. I remember the first episode. <laughs> um, but specifically three months into 2017, we were like, man, it does not get better than this. We've got a new Zelda game. Yep. We got Logan out. We got Lego Batman. Yeah. We got a new future album. It seems like media wasn't getting any better than that. And How then stupid were we? This week, we got... Thor Mar- Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. We got Mar- Mar- Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Those are the two big ones. There are lots What's of other the things. Uh, I really like Ty Dolla Sign's album. Oh, yeah, that's a good album. Let's House do it today work. Yeah. That fucking one where he... Um, Every does, track really flows to, like it doesn't end. You know what I mean? It, like it flows straight into each he other. He does it somewhere with YG over um, uh, the only you, the notorious Big and One Twelve yeah, yeah, song. Yeah. Doom, doom, doom. Listen to it at work today. Do, it's very do, suitable do, work music. Do, do, like for yeah. Getting do, in the zone. Do, 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 it's really do, nice. Do, do. Oh, so fucking good. Um, anyway, more about albums uh, in our music Never. our music wrap up <laughs> show at the end of the year. Yeah, which I, I that was really fun last year. We should do it again it this year. Great. Um, but yeah, I mean, this show is all going to be gonna be all about Mario Odyssey, the movie, the game we've been waiting for for so long. But not all well, like, Mario Odyssey. Less than spoilers, a year, actually. We're leaving spoilers at the door this week. Yeah, so no spoilers. Really? A spoiler spoiler free episode when it comes to Mario Odyssey. Maybe we can pepper some at the very, very well, end. We can put some spoiler tags in the episode I, I description. Reckon we're going to be playing this game for a while. So I think, you know, we should, uh, we should let our friends catch up. Yeah. But we will be uh, doing a, you know, half spoiler free and then full spoilers of Thor later in the episode as well. Totally. Thor Ragnarok. Um, but uh, we've also had an extremely Nintendo-centric week. And I know you know, if, if you're are someone... extremely who, Nintendo guys this if, week. But I mean, like, I feel like if... I feel like if people who aren't Nintendo people... Like, we just are just insane Nintendo people to them all the time. This week, we were even more so. Yeah. Because you know, uh, I forget which surf brand it was, but I went to... A, I grew up in, like, a surf tuna. area. Something, but I remember the um, the slogan was, only a surfer knows the feeling. I remember, like, cool kids would wear it. And only a Nintendo fan knows the feeling. Only a week. virgin knows the feeling. <laughs> yeah, smell my fingers. That's Cheetos. <laughs> um, 
But before we get into the the good stuff, let's talk mm. about the bad, Angus. The bad, okay. Um, what's bad? We recorded a commentary last week. Oh God, straight after last. Yeah, look, I, I think I said this to you today, and so it's not me trying to repeat a joke, but I I do block trauma. That's a coping mechanism, and I completely forgot that we recorded. It. We recorded. We both of us a week forgot ago. to edit it and put it up. Um, so we did a commentary as voted by you, the listeners. Uh, we asked which Ugh. Kevin Smith movie you would like us to do a commentary for because we've made we, we, we spent three months talking yeah. about Kevin Smith basically on looking this back at that the question was on was not that and it was like how would you how bad do you want to fuck us up <laughs> and it was like Jersey Girl level all the way to Yoga Hoses Yoga Hoses is the most recent movie that Kevin Smith made starring, featuring his daughter starring two families Johnny that's Depp's it. daughter. <laughs> It's and then Buster from Arrested Development. Yeah, it stars two families. That's all that's in it. And Adam Brody. Fuck. It's, it's so strange. It's, it is by far the worst movie I've seen. I reckon since I like turned 18 and stopped watching movies predominantly at sleepover parties. Yeah, it reminds me of a movie that you'd get from like the weekly rental section and... It was in the 80s when, like, straight-to-video became a thing. You know what I mean? Totally, It just reminded me of that. And I was like, oh. Where it'd be like, oh, like, everyone loved the never-ending story. How about the story that never ends? Yeah. Like, close enough, right, kids? Like, oh, let's get it anyway. They try to, like, pull the wool over your eyes, but, hey, our eyes were open. And, yeah, look, fans for people who not only like Kevin Smith movies, but movies by Kevin Smith that Kevin Smith stars in because he has... uh, a recurring role in this. So Kevin Smith plays a German sausage that a wears Nazi. a Nazi helmet, and he stabs people in the butt. And all he says is and "wunderbar." Then, and then says "wunderbar." That's it. That, that's I could like. I, I, I started listening to the commentary today. Yeah. And about five minutes in, you say, "What is this movie about?" And then I say, "I bet you the credits are going to roll." And we ask the same question. And we do. And well, no, here's the thing. We probably didn't because I fell asleep. You fell asleep. <laughs> you were pretty monosyllabic. I was like in, in and out of consciousness for this movie. It was so weird. But Which, I, think I, I, think I, I think I maintained a level of communication. And that's the recommended viewing, I think. In and out of conscious. Like, oh my do, God, not be, is, do not be conscious while watching this. It is the worst movie I've seen in so, so long. And we recorded a commentary Having for said it. that, uh, listen to our commentary. No, watch I, the movie. I, I listened watch to it twice. It's, it's, it's very funny because we're just scrounging at anything that's vaguely related to the movie that we can talk about instead of the movie. I think I realized that we're not good at movie commentaries. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's good. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I think we're good at movie commentaries when... Like, I liked our Batman and Robin one. Yeah. And I liked our Entourage one. And our um, Hulk Hogan one, Mr. Nagy. Yeah, generally, they're pretty good. I think going into one, going into a movie fresh, is like hard. we do with Yoga Hoses, is like, because like, we, we were like, we were trying to figure out what the fuck was happening in Here's the movie. Here's the thing, I guarantee if we watched it without talking over the top of it, we'd still have exactly the same reaction. Yeah, we'd be like, maybe we're just not good at it watching movies. It was weird, movies. like... Johnny Depp's character in it is a oh, I returning. He was even in it. Fuck. <laughs> so did he. Star. So did everyone. <laughs> he was a returning character from Tusk, but it was treated in a way that like you wait to see Han Solo walk back on the Millennium Falcon in The Force Awakens. Like there was this, and it just didn't land with us because a obviously, it, no matter who you are on the planet, the scene will never be that important. But uh, it just yeah, we were we were kind of fish out of water, and it's just kind of racist towards Canadians. Like, <laughs> It's a very bizarre movie. It's streaming on Stan in Australia and probably streaming on, on most cable services uh, elsewhere in the world. Um, streaming services elsewhere. The first time you and I would ever seen anything to do with it was a video on Yahoo Movies where 
Kevin and his daughter being interviewed and he cries by the end of the interview by saying how beautiful she is. Like saying like how watching her act and what an incredible actor she is just made him cry. And there's some like super questionable shots in this film. It's like about like his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter play girls that are obsessed with yoga. Which is weird. Like that and to like, me shows that he has no idea what people do. Like that, a great, that a great deal do. of their scenes are just them in like sportswear. Like bending, Active wear bending, bending over. over. And like... I'd hate to say it, but he had to do it to us and there's like daughter taint. There's daughter taint. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. So, um, yeah, he- hear us just in like pure horror as we uh, watch this terrible movie. And well, you can either watch it along with us or listen uh, to us just absolutely terrified as we watch this piece of shit. Or if you like, you know, are concerned for your well- uh, health and well-being, just do neither. <laughs> Just, just avoid the film and then our commentary. But you know, but if you want to fuck maybe... yourself up as we fucked ourselves up, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash HeyFam, and I'm, I'm going to do it's a Bandcamp edit, right? Yeah, we're going to do. A, I'll put it up on Bandcamp. Um, I'm going to do a, like a, a, a like a big like five commentary pack of all our commentaries bun- cool. bundled together on uh, on. Uh, on I can't wait to see the um, Aria charts impact. That we're going to win awards for this. <laughs> we'll be at the Aria best comedy album. We're going to lose it to Guido Hatzi's again album. <laughs> Don't talk again. over me again. <laughs> When's he, is he? Yeah, he's due for a comeback, isn't he? In this politically correct time. So Guido Hatzis was like this. He, he, he was he our jerky do, boys. Yeah, he did like prank calls, but I'm pretty sure he was a white guy yeah. pretending to be Lebanese. Yeah, he was in um, Lebanese face. But like way worse than Mark Mitchell doing Con the Fruiterer. Like, oh, way worse. Like this, yeah. I don't, I don't even want to do the voice that he did. No, we like, don't want to. You, was, can, you can YouTube it. Yeah, you can it's look no it good. I remember um, I went to school with a lot of. Uh, you know, people from that part of the world, and he was like a hero to them. But right. I wonder if they knew. Yeah, right. You know, his voice was a hero to them. His voice, the man yeah. behind the voice, not so much. Yeah, uh, he he was kind of like sexist Borat. Well, Borat's, obviously, Borat's the most woke comedy character. Look, ever if created. there's, it goes Borat. <laughs> The Jackson Jive and then Guido Hatzis in terms of work to getting less work, I think. Right? Is that how you'd scale it? Sure. I don't know if Borat is ever <laughs> on any work scale. Anyway, we've done the bad. That's the bad. The bad news is out of the way. It's time for the good news. We're going to talk about Mario Odyssey, the game that we've been talking about in anticipation of for, uh, well, I guess, since it was, since we got that announcement. Not even an announcement video. We saw it was teased in the Switch trailer. In January. In January. I think that the Switch trailer was a bit... It was, actually, it was January. No, that was the uh, that was the presentation. Sorry, sorry, the you're Switch trailer. Right. That's where we got the title. Where Karen? Yeah, where Karen was had a rooftop being a party. stupid bitch and not not going outside to her friends, but playing Mario in a like sp- like spotless apartment. And then she brought her Switch to the party and played Mario Odyssey with her friends. Well, actually, she she just played it and showed her friends. I don't think she let her friends play. We've been Karens. Just then. I got to Angus's house over an hour ago, and oh, instead of recording when I got here, we I both w- sat next to each other and played it while not talking to each yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> to um, give you an idea of how much I'm enjoying Odyssey right now, the I, last time we did that was when, with Zelda. I remember, remember you you came over to record, and then I think an hour and a half later we decided to record because yeah. we'd just been pumping immense shrine hunts. I'm I'm head over heels with this game the latest in the mario series that's like a spiritual successor to mario 64 and super mario sunshine um, you know what i know nintendo when they announced this game they they showed that timeline and it's in japanese and essentially it says like here are the games that are true open world and it had um 
Mario Sunshine and Mario 64, and then it said uh, Mario 3D Land, 3D World, and Galaxy 1 and 2 were more similar. I don't I don't see that at all. I thought, thought Galaxy was super less on rails than those. I think because Galaxy is like these little pocket worlds, which is kind of like this one. That's this what I mean. Of, this yeah. is heaps similar. This you can't seems even, very no, similar to There's no hub. Galaxy, yeah. Like I, well, in a way, all the kingdoms of Mario Odyssey are hubs. Yeah, that's true. But it's I do I did find that misleading because I maybe it's just I haven't played the Galaxy games as much as I have 64, and I haven't played Sunshine as much as 64. But I can see why they're obviously spiritual sequels and like successes. But Galaxy to me is, is totally the, the in that vein to oh, me. This this for me, I, I agree with you. It feels very thematically like the Galaxy games. Yeah, especially the point where there is like you know. A line where you can bounce around to different worlds, like that's exactly the same yeah, as Galaxy. You're, you're too. traveling through space. Yeah, I, I find that odd that they're. I'd like. I'd like to speak to somebody, please, at Nintendo. Okay, get them on the line. I want to speak to who. who yeah, Miyamoto. It's <laughs> Angus. <laughs> um, I'm the type of guy that has a bone to pick. No, I love Miyamoto, but I, I do think that's weird. I found that a strange timeline. Three D, three D World and Land. Absolutely, put that on a another tier, maybe. But don't put them in Galaxy and then don't say that this is not like Galaxy. Especially because Galaxy and Galaxy 2 are games. better games than Sunshine. They were better received games than Sunshine. They were such a good game. Anyway, whatever. I think it, I think a lot of people would just... This This is finally the, the, the sequel to 64 that everyone thought they wanted. I don't think it is that similar to 64 at all. It's its own thing. There are a lot of many, you know, hinting back at... 64 Every, notes throughout the game. But oh. there's a lot of... All of Mario, like, you know, there's music note challenges from other Mario. There's, like... There, it references every Mario Everything. game that's yeah, ever yeah. come, which I'm sure we'll talk about a bit, but we'll get into more detail next week. Yeah, oh, totally. Are you sure you don't want to talk about this week? You're still going to remember it next week? I'm, it's fresh? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm, I'm trying pretty hard to 100% this game. So, like, to explain... The, the the, the the main part of this game is like there are there are all these different kingdoms that you travel to in order to find Princess Peach who has been cab- kidnapped by Bowser who wants to marry her this time. I don't know what he planned to do over the last few games that he's, he's kidnapped her. Maybe something less uh, commitment based or maybe something more sinister. Who knows? Um, but uh, he wants to marry her in this. And so there's, there's he's wearing a beautiful suit. He's hired a bunch of uh, bunny wedding planners. The to, Brutals. To fuck you up. Yeah. And steal shit. Who were, you know, the first thing I noticed while playing this, it looks unlike any other Mario game where it's very much set in the Mushroom Kingdom with recurring characters, recurring backgrounds, recurring environmental, whatever. But this straight out the gate just doesn't look like any Mario game. In fact, any every world has its own art direction, which is insane. You know what I mean? Like think oh, about the yeah. um, the Luncheon Kingdom and then compare that to Cascade Kingdom. So the Luncheon and the Dinosaur Kingdom, if you haven't played it, if you've seen the trailer. And one's like pretty photorealistic looking in its approach. And the other one is this almost like um, abstract, shiny color, almost alien planet with completely different shapes, completely different nat- like color locals. Palette. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And it, it's not just those two. It's every level is completely has its own art direction. It's amazing. And so you are basically are in control of this, like your, your spaceship is a big hat. It's called the Odyssey and you need to collect moons in each kingdom in order to power up the They're Odyssey. They're your power stars, aren't they? To, the, to then travel to new kingdoms. I mean, that that's just textbook 3D Mario, isn't it? Yeah. Collect shit, figure out weird little, you know, collecting things or solving weird puzzles. Yeah, exactly. Explore, the, explore your environment, solve the puzzles and move on. Um, the... 
And what Mario 64 was 120 stars. And yep. that at the time to me was gargantuan. Enormous. So what's... what's Sunshine the... was 240. 240. Um, and then so were the Galaxy games. They were like 241. 241. Because... There was yeah, a secret yeah, one, was, right? Yeah. No, you, there was the like Luigi ones? Extra Galaxy that once you got that... Is there a Luigi thing in 2? Or you could play... Yeah, you, you, you unlocked Luigi pretty early on in, That's in right. Mario Galaxy 2. In Mario Galaxy, the first one, you had to get all the stars. Then you unlocked Luigi. That's and right. And then you had to get all of Luigi's stars. And he could jump hella high. Yeah, but then he also like kind of skidded when he when, yeah. he, when he let, like stopped running. So this one's. Do we have a total power moon count? Yeah, it's like eight hundred and sixty. That's around about that number. And that's then you, insane. And then you can keep buying moons until you get to nine hundred ninety nine. So each moon costs nine hundred ninety nine. No, no, as in like you can buy like basically the grand total of moons that you can actually have is nine hundred ninety nine. There's eight hundred and eighty within the game. Yeah, but then once you you can keep buying moons from shops from shops as well. Why? Um, I guess if you want to power up your your Odyssey f- with coins instead of moons for some whatever reason, I think it's for like kids that are, have it that can you know easily get a hundred coins and they can find these moons. I don't know. No, no. Oh, oh you said you can get nine hundred ninety nine moons. So you get eight hundred eighty. Yeah, no, you said 990. That's why I got confused. Well, that's what I mean. Moons. It is moons, though. So you get 999 so you, you can, moons. You can buy an extra 100 and something moons. Oh. From, from the shop. Fuck, I had no idea. I thought they were like hidden in there as like a weird. You can buy trick. one per kingdom that, that you need to count towards your total, and yeah. then you can buy packs of 10. Oh, that's so weird. So I don't look like it, it's, a, it's a bizarre choice because it seems weird. And right. But you Sorry, can also I was just confused. It. Yeah, no. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nintendo. Um. So. You can power through these. How many? How many kingdoms? Is like twelve, yeah, 14, fourteen kind of kingdoms. Yeah. You can power through all the kingdoms to the end, um, pretty quickly. Like I mean, honestly, if you if you weren't exploring each of the you do it in six hours, kingdoms. Or yeah, right? definitely six hours. Yeah. Until, until you see the credits, um, and it is thrilling. It's so. It kind much of encourages fun. you to do that, and I would encourage everyone to do that too. Their first playthrough. It's not like Zelda. You don't. You don't gain stuff from one hundred percent completion each of the lands that you visit before you take on the final boss. Yeah. You you have everything that you need at the beginning of the game to finish to take you on Bowser. You have a full set of moves, end. you have everything, any exactly. upgrades you, you power get is... up. There's no there's no RPG elements in a Mario no. game. So let's start about let's talk about your experience with the game. So you got it where were you when you first played it? How were you playing it? TV handheld? So Nintendo was... sent me a code. That's right. They sent the, the podcast. So they sent the podcast a code. One you, code. you graciously said you take this one, dog. Yeah, it's fine. I, okay. I wanted the physical for this you can guy. Get, you can get the next one. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see what it is. If it's... Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll just take turns. <laughs> um, and so I, I I got an email last week on Monday saying, like, you know, oh, keep a look out. Keep a look out. And so I didn't do anything for the entirety of the week, just expecting this email from Nintendo. Oh, and time. I sent just one like, back too. And we were like, hey, let's trick them and get two. Uh, doesn't work. <laughs> Um, and uh, so I just waited with bated breath for for this uh, this code to show up. It didn't show up until you Thursday the, night. I was on the way into a gig. You were the guy that goes to. I was a type of guy. Pick up someone from the school dance or someone who's not there, and you're standing out the front with flowers. You were that for yeah, like yeah, four days, the whole time. Yeah, just like ready, ready to. No, you're in the cafe. I've set up a date with you. I've been catfishing you. <laughs> She doesn't exist. It's me, and I've gone and I'm watching you in the cafe, wait, like in the in the restaurant, waiting for me to show up. My fictitious female this is counterpart. Great, great hey fan fan, and fanfic. it is fanfic. fanfic. It's our origin story. It's going to be a reboot one day, and then you're in there, and then you get sad, and then I feel bad. I'm Nintendo. 
and you're you still. Nintendo didn't feel anything. No, but then they felt something at the end when they felt bad because they sent you a code. They were right. They sent me a code Thursday night, so I got to play it a whole fourteen hours before it, it came out. In in uh, it was actually pretty cool to play, to play it. But I was like, I was DJing this like, private party. <laughs> Um, and I I got their Wi-Fi code as soon as I got so there. So great. And you and were then, sending me photos of your download the whole time. You're like, <laughs> downloading there. It. And then I was like, because all the early reviews were like, play this on television as much as you can. That's um, everything I've heard has said that. It's just like, you got to play it on television. Even like, yeah, as much as you can. Exactly. Um, and so I, I played like a little bit. I played like the first. I played Cascade Kingdom. Um, on TV? On, yeah, on, 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 so on, you, on, on handheld. Okay, with the music? With the full music, with headphones in, of course. Well, I don't know if you're DJ, like, when you're no, DJ. No, no, wait. I didn't, I didn't DJ and play. I was going to be There's like... There's a law against that. There. They pay you less. They pay you less. <laughs> when they catch you. Yeah, that's right. Um, just like I caught you when you catfished me. And then I felt bad and gave you the code. <laughs> um, so I finally played it like proper Friday morning. Yeah. And, and then the entirety of Friday and then the entirety <laughs> of Saturday and... I yeah I finished it within like I'd finished it by Saturday afternoon. Wow, wow. Um, and then the the thing about you know you power through this these these fourteen kingdoms, it, and you kind of you end the game. I think you can end the game with like a hundred and forty moons or something. Yeah, like that. I think so. I end, I ended up with almost two hundred, and then. The, the Odyssey still needs more moons once you've finished the game. There's this enormous amount of post-game material to do. It's probably safe to say that the game from beginning to f- completing the boss is perhaps 20% of the game. That's right. Yeah. And, man, I've spent every minute since finishing it Try, like thinking about it, playing it. I'm now up to 575 moons. Huge. I'm trying to get to 600, then I might give myself a bit of a break from this game for a while. <laughs> it's good to see you've got limits and self-control. Um, I just thought, you know, I, I don't want to burn out on it. You don't want to? I don't, I'm not feeling like I will yet, but there are some, a few thing. challenges in it that I'm just like, I can see myself like going, no, I'm not going to leave this room or go to bed. Thing, I don't I think we're getting a through. sequel anytime soon. So don't, I'm thinking, don't, don't, don't. Uh, I don't, don't I'm, I'm thinking we might get Super Luigi Odyssey. I don't think they're doing that again. I think the year of Luigi was... Will be Bring back, back the year of Luigi. Every year is the year of Luigi. I think scholars will look back one day as that year as where everything went wrong. How dare you. How I mean, I get it. You. I'd get it. They've been celebrating Mario for 30 whatever years. Just some intern in Kyoto goes, hey, I know. Why don't we do Luigi this year? Everyone's excited. The office is buzzing. Everyone starts wearing green to work. And then it just didn't catch on. So, how about you? <laughs> um, well, I bought it 14 hours later. <laughs> Pathetic. Pathetic. So, yeah, the weeb I am um, already... already, already uh, I don't even know why I played it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it was Friday, came home from work, ordered pizza, literally sat down, just blasted the sound. I was here by myself and played from like 7? Until like two AM, and that was so great. Just having like pizza, garlic bread, and a new Mario game. Like it was true, <laughs> true high school hours. Yeah, um, the Kevin McAllister special. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I was yeah, so- if you went, if you're in a limo, that would be the ultimate. If I was in New York and in a limo and running from two men constantly who are catfishing me, <laughs> so I only do it because I'm a I'm a survivor of catfishing and I've learned the habits. Um, I, yeah, and I, I just stayed up till like two a.m. playing. Going, like, this is phenomenal. I think I was, I forget what I got up to, but yeah, it was probably at that point like 
just a little over a third of the way through. Because I was taking my time. I was kind of, you know, we've spoken about our relationship to the Wii U's Mario 3D World. And I remember playing that and being like, oh, it's like a HD, 3D-ish Mario game. Like, this is gorgeous. But this was really a game where I stopped and walked around and just marveled at, you know, what I was seeing on the screen. I mean, you're purposely thrown into, you, you know, we're getting into light spoilers, like first 10 minutes to a couple hours. You're thrown into the Cap Kingdom, which we've seen in trailers, and it's this black and white world. It almost looks like something out of the um, Nightmare Before Christmas or something. Yeah, with all these anthropomorphic hats flying yeah, around. Yeah, and you're the only source of color in the world, That's basically. Right. It's very cool. But um, I can see why you're kind of given that first because then the, the next level, Cascade Kingdom, which we've also seen in the trailer with the dinosaur um, kind of setting prehistoric era, is just this like photorealistic, colourful... Super vibrant, yeah. Beautiful. And just that transition, I was just like, oh man, this is wild. And yeah, it just it looks gorgeous. And it's, 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 it's nice to see Nintendo waited this long to attempt putting Mario outside of a like a environment where clouds don't have two dots for eyes and you know what I mean? Like they've they're, they're finally got the graphical power or the, I'm not sure, maybe it was just the right time, but there's, it's the first time they've really removed Mario in a 3D game out of a traditional setting. I mean, Sunshine did it with its kind of Mediterranean setting, but it was still I think very Galaxy much. definitely did it in, in parts. Galaxy did it in parts, but this is like every part, like trees look like trees and thing, you know, items are all photorealistic. They're like Nintendo trees until you get to a particular point in the game where there's like purposefully for reasons, Nintendo looking trees. Yeah, totally. But yeah, it's, it's super interesting. You know, we, we've all know the ill-fated attempt with Sonic Adventure, uh, skirting with, you know, interacting with photorealism. And then the Sonic remake in like 2006, I think it was, or eight, where he was like just a fucked up hedgehog hanging out with like a human girl. And it's that weird, weird, weird... Oh, this is strange, but I don't know. Yeah, just Nintendo does what Sonic don't. I believe is the. I believe that is the phrase. I, I saw a criticism online saying that this game had no art direction, but I think that was that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I think what I said. I've got to reiterate what I said before. Like every level has its own art direction. Like the thing is, enemies barely travel between worlds. You know what I mean? Like yeah, everything and, has and its own are, set of. There are familiar little enemies, like you know, like in Goombas. the Cascade Kingdom, the first enemies you see are chain chomps. Yeah. I mean, you'll get some enemies at a Nintendo Classics, but every kingdom is littered with its own native enemies, native stuff, and it's just... And you can throw your hat at every, almost every enemy, and then you're, you're, the, the, the soul of Mario is transported into the enemies, now, and you get to do like you know the weird, weird characteristics that the enemies have. The first time I saw that, were you immediately reminded of when Link is transformed into Deku Link in um, Majora's Mask? The first time we see him... Tested on uh, yeah, the frog, yeah, yeah, and he's like, and you get like this conscious, and you're like, whoa, like this is 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 Mario, like, like wow, I I don't want to go on another DK barrel um pro choice pro life ramp, but <laughs> what's happening every time he infiltrates one of those? I mean, for all we know, they could be female frogs, and then all of a sudden they've got a mustache and they've got this like it's just it's just amazing, it's it's wild. And I, there, there are a few of them act really weird after it happens, like Lakitu, the uh, who is like fishing by himself, and uh-huh. then you, you throw your hat at him, and then you suddenly you take over Lakitu and you do some fishing yourself. And then you jump out of him, and Lakitu, like a speech bubble goes, "What just happened?" That's cool. <laughs> With like the dinosaur just passes out. <laughs> so I mean, this isn't even a spoiler, really. Like Cascade Kingdom is like the the first real kingdom you visit, 
and you can see seen, why we'd seen in the trailers that like we, you take over a dinosaur at, and then they always kind of they, they saved it for the for the very end of the trailer like oh shit in odyssey you even get to take over a dinosaur I thought that would be coming that? like hell late in the game right it's like the f- the f- like you first you take over a chain chomp then you take over a fucking dinosaur yeah, it's great i was not expecting that to happen so quick cascade kingdom really reminds me of um the first world in mario 64 yeah, hundred percent. You got like the chain it's, chomps. It's you the got, same, and it's just like it, you kind of go round and up. It's almost like yeah. a tech demo. Like it's yeah, the totally. one that back that you know when you'd have like a game soldered to a machine in like a Kmart or something, you'd line up to play it and it would give you like a just a locked in level. Like that is the perfect, perfect version of that. Um, what is some of like the the two D to three D transitions which we've seen in the trailers? Yeah, so you get to like every now and then you'll come across a pipe and you'll jump in it. And it's, it's an eight bit pipe. So that's it's right. Like, and and you're just like um, it reminds me of uh, Link Between Worlds, where Link hundred percent would walk um, on 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 the walls like a painting, except you were now you were pretty much just doing a, a classic. Uh. Um, 8-bit Mario game on, on the wall in the 3D environment but you're like projected on the wall yeah or there's like a great one in a later kingdom where it's kind of like on like what's, it's kind of on like folded paper yes yeah I love that, that was I was trying wild. to say it without like spoiling and it, 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 it gets but there are some challenges in the 8-bit where like some of the, like, the toughest parts have been like the weird Gravity, where you're upside gravi- down. Gra- oh, but then there's, there's one, like, hidden in, like, the first kingdom that gets unlocked post-game. Um, and it is... that, that I, I died 50 times trying to do it. Um, but they, they really, really throw some really fun challenges at you in every kind of gaming experience that you would expect out of a Mario game. I, re- I remember the um, argument for... Um, I, th- I think I remember ju- re- during development for 3D World... It was, or maybe it was just rumors. It was kind of Nintendo were leaning towards games that were obviously at that point post Wii aimed at a casual gamer. So somebody could pick up a game, run through a world and then just turn it off and that's fine. Whereas I think they were scared of the length, which is hilarious because it's quite short to do of the um, star missions in like 64 and Sunshine. Yeah. Which upon reflection is so silly because like... It's like five, 10 minutes. Five, 10 minutes. But this game is just like... It's on one, like you're playing and you're grabbing a moon, which is this, yeah, the new sort of, you know, end of goal award. And then as soon as you've done one, like there's one over there that's just like, yeah. it can be pick up and play. Like, so I'm finding the beauty of this game. It can be. Finding a star in 64 would, would, would end the level, basically. I think there's and only it, like you, six stars. You'd have to jump back into it, into the, into the level afterwards. This is just successive. It's like yeah. here, here, here. And it's here. perfect for picking up and play. Like, you know, in spite, like, yeah, you, I think when you, when you do do the main story for run, 100% play it on your television, but it's also a perfect portable game yeah. once you've gotten past that. Yeah, and it's designed to be levels. as well, like the, you know, down to the logos and the counters and whatever on the screen, like they're made yeah. to be seen on the Switch. But and yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, play it on the TV as much as you can the first round so you can just totally take in the environments and yeah. just check out the like craftsmanship that's gone into this game. And look, I would definitely like, I think if you were like, what are the five most important things about a Mario game? I think I would eventually get to exploration. But I think like it's crazy after getting Breath of the Wild at the start of the year and now this. I actually think both Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, the most important factor of both of them is the exploration factor. 100%. And, yeah, familiarizing yourself. And, and even of- also like um, is like both of them have a, a, a strong element of... Actually, I would even say Mario Odyssey has more so than Zelda of, of pro- problem solving. 
it Mario's has always a, been a big part of Zelda, but I yeah. feel like I've never I've never experienced this much puzzles and problem solving in a Mario game before. And you it makes you feel so good when you get when you work out the puzzle or you find it's the so hidden good. secret and like yeah. What I'm loving is this is a game, like you said, for like a, a kid maybe who isn't a brilliant video game uh player but can finish the story over like a couple of months and feel like they've finished the game. And so it's a game for beginners. But then when we hear there's like 860 stars, like it's a game for like hardcore people who are doing boss runs and stuff like that. Like it's insane. Like this game has been made to cater every type of platforming fan. And more importantly, like the biggest takeaway, and I know that you'll agree with me here, that this is like perhaps I'd say since ever the most self-referential and celebratory Mario game ever. Yeah, and every single Mario game since 64. You could even say 64 was too, has been very self-referential, but this is like... It's like insane. a celebration. It's such a celebration of Mario. There are, there I, how much should we go into it? We should save it for next week. Let's, I mean, let's just say that there are moments in this game. There's one in particular, almost dead in the middle of, yep. the, main, of the main story. It's within the Metro Kingdom, within New Donk City. Um, the kind of climax of the story part of that level is the most fantastic celebration for, for of Mario for a Mario fan. And I I started fucking welling up. Yeah, I told you straight away. You were like, oh, there was this part. And I was like, when I got to it, I was like, was it this part? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, and was. I called my wife in and I had a tear rolling down my face and she laughed at me. Damn it. <laughs> but, you know, she laughs. She cries at way stupider things than that. But it, Example, it just the birth of our first child. <laughs> <laughs> um. Example, me, when I told her that I roasted, roasted her on my podcast every week. Now um, who's crying? Now who's sitting alone in the diner while I'm watching from the outside? <laughs> um, but there, and then and there's another, you know, the, the big finale is spectacular. Oof. I mean, obviously, yeah. like, we're not spoiling anything when, when you know, when we say that you, you fight Bowser it's great. at the end. But, but like, the way they, they do it. It's phenomenal. And, and they managed to have this big climactic battle that also... Very, very on the nose, but you're okay with it. Is like this is the culmination of 30 years of you and Bowser um, fighting with each other. Yeah, and they even put a fun spin on Peach at, um, at the end of the game too. That totally. I thought was like really cool and like you know like sweetly empowering without yeah. you know like you weren't. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting anything like that, and it was kind of cool yeah. That they did it. Uh, yeah, it was a nice surprise the ending to yeah the, the mechanic used. It sucks. I, I hope we will still be passionate about it next week, right? Yeah, fucking air wheel. Of course, good, yeah. Good. yeah. I mean, yeah. The, like you, uh, we, the only we didn't we never did a spoilers episode of Breath of the Wild because we're still I, waiting because it took so fucking long. Well, I think yeah, I think I finished it like two months before you, did yeah, or something like that. So yeah, I, yeah the momentum was kind of lost. But I, I, I'm definitely gonna be playing this on and off for the next week. On the right, I, I don't want to do a spoilers episode because I don't want to spoil parts that you haven't got up to yet. Sure, sure. So I, I want, I want you, you. You're at 212 moons. You need to get. 500 moons in a week and then we can have a spoiler episode let's let's try and keep this as uh spoiler as possible might be hard but i want to ask you what so far has been your favorite kingdom and what's been your favorite uh what is it called when mario possess uh your favorite capture favorite possession oh capture your capture sorry favorite possession his shoes (laughs) (laughs) um definitely my sparkly personality (laughs) (laughs) i think I think my favorite kingdom at the moment is the is Bowser's castle. Sure. The King Bowser's kingdom. Yeah. Because they go with this kind of like not you we're used to like, you know, just like pits of lava 
and yeah, and it like you know like castles, like very traditional, and, like, like um almost European castles, like yeah, the, totally, yeah, it's just like a big stone castle, yeah, and they, and they totally do something completely different for this one, and it's just thrilling. And I've been exploring that at length now. I've I've gotten I've gotten pretty much all the all the coins and moons within that kingdom, and uh, actually that also contains my favorite capture, which is this little bird. Yes. Um, with a pointy nose. Like a, a, new, a new character too. Like we haven't seen this yeah. bird, have we? And so you, when, you, when you first encounter these birds, they have like, they're wearing these helmets with points on them. Like, you know, sharp, sharp. Well, enemies start wearing hats because <coughs> you're... Div- oh yeah. So as you like, I, I guess it, it sounds weird that we're talking about people maybe seeing the trailer, but no, whatever. Mario has a hat in this that is conscious and called Cappy. Yep. And Cappy. So, so your power is throwing Cappy and like capturing things and becoming them and... Yeah, so enemies throughout the game will start wearing hats as a form of protection. So you can't throw your hat on their head, which is great. I love that. Yeah, and so you have to knock off their hat first and then you can possess them. Yeah, it ain't hard. Spoiler alert. No, it's pretty easy. Um, but so this this little bird, he has like a... <laughs> little a long, birdie told me. A long beak and you can point it... In, you can take out enemies with your long beak or you can stick it into like Anything the wall. Anything except metal. And then, then you bend down the con- the controller, the, the, yeah. joy, the joystick... And then release it, and he flings upwards or left or right, no matter which whatever yeah. direction you have. And it's so fun, it's insane, and and satisfying. It's a great mechanic. And in fact, I found that like almost every capture, <coughs> um, I would I would totally play an entire game, like an indie game, based on the movement and actions yeah. of that of that. I get that. The There's cap- one that's yeah. like very. They they are very like. Um, one was a very knobby knobby boy. Type of capture the yeah I love the caterpillars yeah yeah, yeah. if the caterpillar was able to jump or move upwards in well this some is way, the perfect that, thing I love the fact it's limited because it makes you so go limited. oh I've got to start being Mario now yeah. um I've got two I can't decide between I love the steak <laughs> when you become the steak and you just flop around yeah it's ridiculous and I'm just like I can't believe this is in a Nintendo game let alone a Mario game. But I think my favorite is the zippers. Oh my god, zipper was totally up there. Yeah, I love, it. I love I, the zipper. And like, I didn't know is... that was a capture. That's like you know one of the first kingdoms you yeah. visit, the Lank Kingdom. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you 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 take over a zipper and you can basically just unzip Unzipped parts thing. of the stage. It's like this is phenomenal. That yeah. was one of my like most joyous moments. I was I could not believe how good that was. I love that. The, the, the simplest capture was just so fun. So you're describing things now in, in kingdoms that I've 100%ed. And as I 100%ed, I was like, oh, I guess I don't need to go back here now. And as you say that, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait I to be go a back zipper. here and be a zipper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna think, I think my favorite, I mean, Metro Kingdom is just insane. I mean, it's weird because you see that. New Donk, you've seen so much in New Donk City. But, but you just, see that in like other games, like we're used to Metro environments. But yeah, yeah. The fact Mario is in there is still to me, I think, incredible and it looks amazing. It has its own style. It's parts of it are downright sci fi in parts, which I found crazy and like rainy weather. Like it just I love, was, yeah, when you first get to New Donk City, it's pouring with rain. When you first get to every kingdom almost, it's like. Yeah, you've got you've got to you've got to help. You've got to correct it, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's a desert, you've got to bring peace ice. to the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting, and it does obviously encourage you to go back. But I just love that new donk. Like it was like Gotham. It was crazy. Well, that was like one of the cool things about Super Mario Sunshine is that the game when you start it is actually quite dark and bleak, and as you start collecting all the things shines, the shine, the sun shines brighter. Yeah, it was and nice. I always love that mechanic. But it's like I don't know anyone that actually got all the all the sh- all the shines. Well, I didn't. Yeah, um, but. This uh, this I, I like that this is like a light version of that. 
Um, I love the music in the Wooded, Wooded Kingdom. That's Guitar. probably my favorite music. I think we so spoke far. about yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. much fun. Um, I love the Seaside Kingdom. I was about to say the bubble water. So yeah, the the the, the water in the Seaside Kingdom is like carbonated, and, and, it, and it, it, it it explains why one two switch exists basically. Yeah. So it, whenever <laughs> you know the you, game where you have to it, shake up the yeah yeah and it, so that the what do they call it the um. Uh, the rumble uh, HD, rumble HD rumble in the uh, in the Switch Joy Cons. Uh, when that you, hard dick rumble definitely pulls through, doesn't it? When, yeah, when you just... when you jump in, that hard dick rumble fizzes like a uh, like a, a a bottle of soda. Bottle of soda that you're drinking all alone with two straws um, in a cafe while I'm spying on you. And after we'll, having cat we'll, you, we'll go into it in depth in a spoiler episode. But I'm just going to say the name of it. But my favorite overall. Like holy fuck, what is this crazy kingdom? Even though it's a small one, is ruined kingdom. I think is like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah, it's like a could it, be in a Zelda game or, or a Square something. Enix game. Even. Yeah, like, it really reminded me of like Final fuck, Fantasy I forgot about that one. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should definitely go back to that now. Post game, there's some really fun shit there. Cool. Um, <gasps> I love this game. I mean, have, you, have you left out anything that? Uh, that because look, we, we can go in depth. We we can get. I feel like this is the kind of like let's let's do this all-encompassing hey fam game that we can keep talking about in the future. Yeah, let's let's we'll save spoilers for next week. So the moments that we've like cried at, or the, the moments we Kevin Smithed at, we totally ke- I've Kevin Smithed at this game. Yeah, I, I I welled up. I didn't have I didn't I didn't have a I didn't sob, but I welled up. Tw- I was twice. like hungover. I, no, I wasn't. I I, I was just a, <laughs> it was seven a.m. and it was a Saturday morning, and I was emotional, and that's yeah. fine. And I, I just had an enormous smile on my face for just yeah. the entire time I was playing this game. It was huge. I loved it. Uh, it's it was, great. I love this game. What was that was a little character that just came out. Just a new one I'm working on. Yeah, right. Just the guy that's like he's like called like positive but fun guy. Okay, that's good. That's a real catchy. <laughs> yeah. It's it's um the sync deal is uh, any day now. So I would say this game is 100% a 10 out of 10 game or 10 out of 10 100% game. Here's the game. thing, game of the year, gun to your head, you're in a cafe eating alone. There's a robber and I'm like about to go in and stop this and go, "Sorry, I catfished so I'm you." Catfishing. But yeah, before but that happens, there's actually a guy that's come in and he's pointing a gun at your head. It's um Jared Leto dressed as Heath Ledger's Joker. Yep. So he's so what, what's written on his forehead? It says, um, like, am I better yet? It says, it says, um, uh, respect me. Fuck, I can't remember the name of the the movie that he was in with with the bananas. Who? When he was, what was the Heath Ledger movie where he was the one that everyone loves? Two hands. Two hands. It says two hands on his forehead. It says two hands. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I can remember was the bananas. Yeah, I'm like I, the one thing people go back to in that movie is Bernard Fanning, not bananas. Um, gun to your head. I said Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I said Jared, put that gun away. Jared, mail that, mail that gun to another co- cast member. Yeah, get that post bag of used condoms in the envelopes away from me. Um, I think Breath of the Wild, just because, even though I, I, this game is probably more fun than Breath of the Wild. Um, I, I've, I've just never ever played anything like Breath of the Wild was, and the I think sense I agree. of pure exploration. Like this definitely has elements. Plus, it was of the it biggest too, um, evolution from Zelda. Like the last Zelda we got, and plus, it's interesting. Like the last console, I, keep, I can't stop going back to the Wii U, where we're so used to getting these. Like you know, every time there's a big new Nintendo console, flagship Nintendo games, usually a Zelda and a Mario. Yep. It just still blows me out. We did not get a Zelda yeah. intended for it. That we, was and we and Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Get a Mario of, of the caliber of Galaxy. Yeah, it's insane. So it's just like, yeah. And then we've got, gotten like the highest evolved form of Zelda in the sense that it's evolved from its early iteration and becoming, you know, the, one thing Breath of the Wild is remembered for and was praised for the most was its, the amount of risk-taking and breaking of formula. Yep. And this, I find this does this in a Mario version of that. You know what I mean? Like, you can still, it's not like, you know, they got rid of the jump functionality or something just to be pricks. Like, that's still there. But there's so many new things and, like, the fact there's no lives and the fact there's no, like, power one-up mushroom. You know what I mean? Like, just little tweaks which... Years ago, Nintendo would have probably had like a, like, you know, like a, embossed in stone, like the Ten Commandments, like here are the things you have to adhere to. Like Link oh, would always have to wear green or something. You know what I mean? And now it seems like there's this relaxed Nintendo. That's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's have fun with these franchises. But let's take risks, which like, you know, young developers are doing making games that were inspired by ours. Let's start having fun. And it's just, it's been great to see like two huge titles with super protective IPs break formula yeah like on one hand it's not important to say one of them is better than the other no i don't think so at all they're they're both they're both the best examples of both of these games yeah it's weird and i know that we've still got like you know um the honeymoon period with the switch and these games but i honestly do believe that that is the best Zelda game i've played and i honestly believe that this is the best mario game um i just remembered another one of my favorite captures the like Super gay friendly looking stone dude with the big earrings and the like sunglasses. His name, oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, the whole he's thing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I th- there's another, there's another statue you take over later called uh, Jizo J I Z O. Oh, wow, you taking over him? No, he's in Bowser's castle. Huge, yeah, I love the sounds of that, but yeah, he's great. He's just kind of this like he just looks like a cool dude with big earrings and like the nice, big, like, pink, pink sunglasses. sunglasses. And he's a big stone dude with two feet and no hand. He's really scared of you and stuff. Like, and it's his great. power is that he can see. When he puts his glasses on. His power is that he's woke. He can he's see. woke as fuck. He's got that third eye. It's right there. <laughs> his power is having a very well massaged third eye. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much I love about this game. And even though I've put... Like, uh, annoyingly, Nintendo doesn't show you on the Switch how much time you've played uh, a game until it's been 10 days since you started playing it. Yeah. So, 10 is it? I thought it was a week. I was checking the time then. I was be like, maybe it'll be up now. No. But you're right, it's 10 I'll, days. Um, yeah, it's 10 days. So, I'm... I'm looking forward to recording next week and finding out how many 
Oh, many, and here's something funny. How was I put in? I, I reckon it's got to be around 40, 40 to 50. Yeah, I'd say that's about mine. Probably a little bit less, 30 to 40. Uh, hilarious uh, update. As soon as we finished last week's episode, um, for some reason, Australia was selected as one of the countries to beat a test, I guess, Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp. So as soon as we hit like pause, oh, you know, that's a wrap on last week's app. Like that's out as well. So it's kind of wild that yeah, we, we haven't even dived we in on that that much. The, we were editing the editing the show and you were downloading it. I'm not letting myself play that game because I have so many actual video games that I want to play. And I know that if I start playing that, I'll just do that instead of playing good games that I actually want to play. It's, it's yeah. Look, I don't take my Switch to, on transport because I've got a 10 minute train trip. Basically. Yeah, it's really quick. I got, I got the train from the city to yours today. It's like ten I, minutes. I was like, hell yeah, I get another. Tw- I get twenty minutes. I'm like, it's not ten minutes. Yeah, it's super quick. Yeah. And so, like, by the time I get out, I still down, got four moons. You got four moons. Yeah, I, I just don't like to do it because I feel like I'm like not giving this game the respect it deserves. I'm a real, I'm a real game respecter. I reckon now, you, you certainly are. But now, I, I, I think the fun of this, of the, of, of both Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey is that there are these smaller tasks that you can just pick up and do oh, totally. whenever you want. Oh, that's what my bathroom's for. Yeah. And I'm I taking think, this guy in the bathroom all the time. But you know, I, I loved Breath of the Wild and um, I, I don't think I'll ever 100% that game because the 100%ing stuff isn't the fun yeah. side of that game. It's it very particular, you know, collecting certain elements from the harder to reach parts of the, mm. that game. Whereas this is like... To 100% it, you just take on these... T- you, you find and then finish these little challenges. And I think having this on my on my Switch all the time and going, oh, I've still got 10 more to do. Maybe I can do one of them on this flight or whatever and just concentrating on them. I, I can see myself potentially, even though it's an enormous feat, I can see myself 100%. I can see you doing it. Yeah. Um, I An example of what you said then of the pick up and play a moment ago, we turned the console off and like, right, we've got to record... And then I was like, you know what? I might just fire it up so we're on the map screen so we can just be reminded of certain things. And in the time I'd started up, I'd already got a moon within like 30 seconds. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I've got to stop. Like it starts. It starts. And then we start. Well, look, coming from uh, the mighty god of gameplay, uh, shall we jump to the god of thunder? Um, do we want to go via us talking about the Zelda Symphony? Or are you going to talk about very We can tack that on at the end if you want. We oh, do, do that now. We'll do You're it right. Now. That's a, that's a big Nintendo. We, uh, on, on Sunday, we went to the Opera House for the uh, the Zelda Symphony. What's it called? The Symphony of... The Symphony of... Um, Songstresses. Goddesses. Goddesses. Goddesses, yeah. Symphony of Goddesses. Symphony of the Goddess. Symphony of the Goddess. And uh, it, is a, it was a Sydney Symphony Orchestra. Basically, it's a traveling like CEO. <laughs> Man. <laughs> We would like, unpack that. Yeah, so it's like God, that's my main reason I want to talk about. Thank it, you, thank like, you for reminding me. That was fucking wild. <laughs> so it's like this traveling kind of uh, uh, Zelda symphony show. Yeah, featuring yeah. whatever. It's whatever gone around city, the world. Like it's licensed by Nintendo. It's done with Nintendo. I mean, I don't there's really like, know. Yeah, there's little videos from Miyamoto and um, Aonoma and, um, and KK. Yeah, KK Slider. Big uh, fact you taught me. What's his name? Kenji Kenji Koda. Kenji Koda. Um, yeah. So like you know the big. Big guys behind uh, <laughs> real big Zelda, guy. Zelda I'm a big guy. <laughs> Zelda's music for you. Um, and uh, real big guys on, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the, the guy who <laughs> like, like kind of big guy, guys in here. The guy who put it together is like this like CEO with like yeah. three names or whatever, and it's like his name is the production company, it and just, so he comes out and addresses wow. the audience, and it was so awkward. It was so weird. It was so weird. And you were meant to be the third wheel to, to me and Bianca, but... Oh, Bianca was supposed to be the third wheel to... My, my daughter's hey been fam. very sick this week, so B uh, stayed at home, so her 
nerdy husband could go be a loser. Um, and uh, I brought my dad because dads love symphony orchestras. They sure do. Dads yeah. just love going to the opera house, I think. Like, they remember it being built. Yeah. So I think they just love going there and being like, man. They were there. They, they were, laid the sails. They were there. They were, yeah, they, they were employed by the Queen of England to build it. And they just love seeing all the hard work they've done. But I, I, dads, my, you know, dads love being there. But that guy, this, this like weird fucking. You, you immediately Angus called him Zuckerberg, and that just fucked me up for the. Well, entire he was, wasn't show. he? He was one hundred percent. Like yeah. he came out, and he was like, I thought at one stage it was going to be like, look under your chairs, and you'll find like self help. Like he was a host of self self help tapes, and you, he just lacked so much confidence. Yeah, he came out in like his suit two sizes too big, and you could tell he's never spoken to crowds before taking on this monumental role and now it's his day job and he's horrified <laughs> and it's just so weird and i think it's the first time i've been part of that world he's like okay everyone i'm from america and <laughs> I, I love zelda and then it was just like you can hang out with us after by getting VA. it was just so weird but the show itself kicked off immediately after um the uh conductor herself was really really great she was great at one point wielded the um the wind waker baton the wind yeah, baton. pulled the lovely pose which is on all of the wind waker artwork yeah the kind of link chucking his arm over the head and doing some weird cheeky points so great and then so that the whole show was kind of made up of um medleys from all the most of the zelda games mm. a few games didn't get a look in i was really bummed that Link's it- adventure didn't get a look in <laughs> the CDI one? No, the no, no. Sorry, the Adventure of Link, uh, uh, Zelda Two. Zelda Two, yeah, I, I love the the. Actually, Zelda One didn't get a look in. I mean, kind of. It just you got dun, the fans, dun, yeah. But they definitely the massive, the biggest kind of biggest. Ocarina was, got yeah, Ocarina got a massive smashed. run, and Link to the Past got a massive run. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have Wind seen, Waker too. Yeah, huge amount. All my, all my favorite highlights were Wind Waker. Um, it was really crazy seeing. Skyward Sword be such an enormous part of it because yeah. it has great music and the visuals looked fantastic and the characters aren't so fantastic. And in my head, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to play Skyward Sword. But then I remembered how horrible that game was to play. And then you and I started devising an alternate timeline where Grezzo, who have done the remasters, HD remasters for Ocarina and also Majora's, Majora's Mask. And one of the big things about these games, remasters are... There are things in those games from like 98 and 99 which just do not exist now in terms of gameplay and it's like way too frustrating and difficult. So they've invented, you know, little workarounds and new... Yeah, they they made the water temple bearable. Totally. And I'm like, man, give these guys a non-motion controller-based, you know, deal to do Skyward Sword and it could be good. Because there's so much going on there, Which, but it was just so many shortcoming frustrations because they'd locked themselves into this motion-based console. Yeah, but yeah, it's phenomenal. The, the, I, the I, music I, was fantastic. Majora's Mask was a highlight. Clock Town, and what I what I said to you, and I, you agreed, but uh, we'll say it here as if it's the first time. <laughs> was um, I, I loved hearing like Breath of the Wild and all the um stuff which is employed orchestras, you know. But it was such a treat to hear older Zelda titles, which we're used to hearing in sixteen or thirty two or sixty four bit sort of uh, music, come to life with. with Full piece of orchestra, like that was just amazing. Like that, I remember that Clock Town build. And yeah, it was fantastic. It was just phenomenal, and, and it even was like little piece of music, like Sheik's theme from um, yeah. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, ding, 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 everything ding, ding. that sounded incredible. Yeah, every it was like chills. You and I were just. It was like it was it was amazing. And I loved that the, the closer was um, from Breath of the Wild. It was like this long, yes. bit expanded. Goron like, City, super funny version of Goron City theme. There were that, that y- bomb. Bum, 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 bum. Like, and there it was were so fantastic. Encores, if you're wondering. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. It was it was a it was a really really great day. If, uh, you, so if the Zelda Symphony ever comes to your town, uh, make sure you go there and give give Mark Zuckerberg a high five for it. Get us. that VIP pass that we didn't. Be the VIPs that we couldn't be. Be the VIP that we could not be. Don't buy much merch. We no. I bought the songbook for my wife. Yeah, that's it's nice. actually pretty good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I had a I had a look through while you weren't watching. <laughs> um, immediately afterwards, I saw Thor Ragnarok. Great see you, Genghis. Thor Ragnarok great... is the latest in a long-running Marvel... James Bond ex- series. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Broccoli's back, boys. And this time, he's Kevin Feige. He's <laughs> Kevin Albert Fieri. Broccoli? Yeah, he's the guy that used to do the um, Bond movies. They own the rights. Thagnabrock. That... Yeah, Thagnabrock. Ragnabrock. <laughs> Ragnapussy. <laughs> Um, this one is d- directed by Taika Waititi, who uh, we have raved about many of his movies uh, in the past, like what we many a times, and um, Hunt for Hunt the Wilder World People, People. Eagle, Eagle versus Shark, Boy, Boy's a really good one. Boy's Have you great. Seen Boy, yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, He's an all rounder, isn't he? You know what they say a lot in the movie Boy? What egg? There you go. We should watch that again and and, and do a commentary with him. Just yeah, we get Tommy to do a commentary of yeah. Boy. Sounds great. Um, but uh, this is Taker's kind of big Hollywood debut. This is it. This is t- uh, Baby's Day Out, isn't it? And the third movie in the Thor um, series. Yeah. Uh, even though it's you know the very series, much it's a kind Avengers of got a, ensemble kind of movie. It's got overlooked, I think. In the you know, it's it's taken a, it's like in the B tier in terms of fandom and respect. Yeah. Well, they've thing. never really pulled off a great movie. In that. Like there were parts of one which were good, and there were parts of two which were good. Yeah. But. It's just never gotten it right. Like, two was too much of a Game of Thrones. Like, I remember when you see, like, Natalie Portman on Asgard wearing, like, Asgardian shit. I was just like, all right, this is so different to... Immediately, this is... You can tell a Game of Thrones director is well, making the this. biggest problem with the Thor movies for me is Kat Dennings. Was she in the first... That's right. She was in the first two. See, yeah. I completely did not miss her wise gal antics in this to the point where I forgot she was even a part of the MCU. Um, but instead, we get a bunch of uh, of new characters um, alongside. Uh, we have it's kind of it's know, a soft seen... reboot, isn't it? Like, if anything, of, yeah, somewhat. Yeah, we, it's it's definitely uh, Chris Hemsworth being allowed to achieve the role of comedy god that he deserves. Yeah, which we've only seen kind of in Ghostbusters and hints of in the first Thor and the Avengers movies. Yeah, yeah, but definitely the first Avengers movie when he started that playing for laughs like the fish out of water. Like he's adopted. Yeah, and now it's just full on. He's he's like immediately skyrocketed to like my favorite MCU character. Hemsworth is like I said this today. Someone at work. Kind I was of like, a goat. He is I, a delight in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. He is so good from the opening moment, which is him in like you know the caverns of talking hell to with you. Sutra, Sutra, whatever his name is. And Fuck. No, well, he's talking to a skull. But it's like you, the <laughs> yeah, audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's so Shakespearean. Like he's there having a soliloquy, talking out a skull. And like some of the writing isn't my favorite throughout the movie, but he delivers it all so well. Yeah, and he, yeah, I, he I is, was in stitches. He for is the, the star for me of, of the MCU at the moment. Yeah, hundred percent. Like so great, so so great. He was amazing. Um, pacing's good. I thought hit the ground running. Yeah, so I loved, like, this is by far the most comedic movie. And, like, normally we would try and do, like, a plot of what happens in this, but I don't think we need to. I don't think we I, need I to. I think, like, honestly, and I've seen... Like, to be a honest, not a lot happens. Yeah, not a lot happens, and I think that's great. Same. It's, people, it, people were saying, like, someone, someone in our group complained that um, no one had any character growth. And I'm like, that's not why I would watch a Thor movie. That's not why I watch an MCU movie. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I, like, I get that it's valid to critique a movie with 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 something like that. But I, I think this is just like this is this fun, silly romp that exists in an established superhero universe, and it's what we I want more of in it. Yeah, it's so funny. I kept thinking that this year, the three MCU films we've got a Guardians of the Galaxy two, Spider Man Homecoming, and this, and all tonally just so different to the first iteration of the MCU films. Yeah, 100%, like, man. And I, I loved uh, Ragnarok. And there are parts in it that I think were my absolute favorite in 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 Marvel movies this year, but I think it was my least favorite of those three movies. And that's overall. insane because it's probably because like that is I love I, I love Homecoming is still my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, it's my favorite MCU. I think. Yeah, and it's it's phenomenal. Have you watched it again? No, I need to. I've had it. I've bought it, uh, but I haven't watched it again. But I've I've. Uh, you know, gotten through the horror movie month and a half I was having and I'm just so pumped so to watch we, it again. Slight little sidebar. We kind of lost you. I was actually going to ask if you were okay last week. Oh, wow. What do you mean? I think you got you got really, really deep into the horror movie thing. Well, I was hosting trivia and like I said, like when I hosted, I need to be right because I've been challenged once before and I got called out for it and it was egg was on my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no, I got it. It's done. Like trick or treat, it's over. Like I've done, <laughs> I've done the hell, I've just done the horror thing. Like it was a horror movie trivia. Yeah. But how many and horror movies do you think you watched in preparation Like 25 for or something? Fucking hell. <laughs> one day I watched, one day I watched three in succession, like in succession, not even like going to go for a piss or what's for dinner. Just yeah. straight up next one, next one. Did you get to any of the final destinations? No, I didn't. The true I was doing stuff I hadn't seen before. Yep. So I wanted to do that because I mean, yeah, but I, I, I went back to Scream, which is such a delight. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm back. I'm back, baby. I just, I just had to devote myself. I wasn't doing anything but watching horror movies. And it's so weird. And you know what? There was some... Oh, no, I won't say that. I'm, uh, th- th- anyway, I'll go to... <laughs> I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> I'm glad I did do that. I'll fill you in next week, guys. Yeah, yeah. Lebs will fill you in, but uh, I am glad I did watch them because there were some challenges. Uh, back to Ragnarok. Uh, I thought the comedic moments in this, like I thought was just phenomenal and everyone had such good timing. It was so well directed. It was so quick moving. There were some quite absurd scenes as well. Like Which not scenes, but like dialogue exchanges. Absolutely. And you're just like, this is amazing. Like, can't believe we're watching this in a Thor film. But I thought that uh, in the end, and we won't go into it, we'll, we'll do spoilers in, in a couple of minutes. But Doesn't even matter. Uh, I, uh, I thought that the, the, the kind of dramatic action kind of ending fell a bit flat because they didn't just go full comedy with it. Yeah, well, I'm even trying to remember what happened. What happened? Um, okay, so spoilers. In, um, we'll do it. We'll wrap, if, if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. That's my wrap up of this movie. Now we can yeah, go, into go spoilers. see it. It's great. It's yeah. really really fun. Go yeah. sit on a movie screen. Like it, yeah, it's big fun. And or it's, don't like. It's one of those ones. Like I, I don't think it is. It's, oh no, actually no. The laughter. The I find laughter. City, this Jeff Goldblum's yeah. cat, the, the Grandmaster's city is beautiful, is, is incredible. City. But uh, laughing in a cinema of a group of people, strange. I think is like such an amazing experience, which is one of the reasons why I still go to movies all the time. Yeah, I saw it last night, which is a full week after it launched, and the cinema was completely full. Everyone laughing. Yeah, yeah, it's a good feeling. I think like watching that on a couch, I just wouldn't be laughing as much. Right. Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? You just kind of like, well, it's just me. Who am I impressing? With yeah, but I find uh, even in a very full cinema, there are some moments in that movie that I laugh. I'm the only one who laughs. At. Yeah. Um, but what's the end thing? Um, so, all right. So the, the the plot of this movie is that um, Hela is is uh, Thor's sister. Thor's sister is revealed. Kate um, Blanchett, played by Kate like... Blanchett, who just chooses scenery and it's just fucking great to see her I play such a fun role. I love seeing her as a villain. Yeah, excellent. Like 
we don't get it enough. Um, and uh, it's been a long time since uh, what's her name? Something Spanko in um, I think Spanko, Ivana Spanko or something in um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, God, I haven't seen right. her be a villain since then. Oh, I think that's right. Yeah, fuck. So, Spanko. What a delight! Uh, it's a new word. Um, so, I mean, it's it's really really quick. Um, Thor returns to Asgard to find that Loki has been in, in being, as we know from the end of Thor two, um, has been pretending to be. It's really Odin. funny. Taika just kind of undoes stuff which you could see people have set up and wanted to be like ongoing things, and he's just like, "No, we won't do that." Like, and he just kind of, I love that he did that. Yeah, like I love that he's just like, "No, we're not doing that. That's that." Um, and that line, it's like Infinity Gauntlet. No, that's fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a continuity error that's been around for ages. It's just like just one lines of him just going, "Yeah, fuck that. I don't like that." I kind of, <laughs> I kind of really like that. Yeah, I mean, he definitely got, he got an approval. Yeah, so he he, re- he gets to Asgard and um, Odin, who is Loki in disguise, is having all the Asgardians watch a play of him uh, being this like cherished son that you know died for everybody and how he's the true hero of Asgard. And uh, he is being played by Matt Damon, which, which is, is amazing. So bizarre. Um, I bet they were like, damn it, I wish this came out a month before it did. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so Ragnarok. Yeah, so then... the destruction of Asgard, right? Yeah, but... Uh, so Loki and, um, and, and Thor go to Earth to find Odin, where Loki left Odin. Um, they end up having a quick little rendezvous with Doctor Strange. Is this the plot that we said we weren't going to say? No, we are. Oh, no, we're no, going to do a rough plot? Yeah, we'll do yeah, a rough let's plot. do it. Then, uh, then um, Odin reveals to Thor and Loki that they have a sister, and Hela's going to bring the destruction of of Asgard, of, that she's going to be responsible for Ragnarok, which is the end of Asgard. And then um, she immediately meets them there um, in this weird space that Odin's hanging out in. Um, they have a quick fight. She destroys the hammer. Um, Loki calls for the Bifrost to bring them back to Asgard, but she follows them and sends them flying out of the Bifrost. That's right. Into space where they land. Into a wacky planet. adventure. It basically becomes Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Bill and Ted's Guardians of the Galaxy. Doesn't it? It becomes yeah. Bill and Ted's Guardians of the Galaxy and these two guys uh, wind up where they shouldn't be and boy, they have to work together to get out of that sticky situation. Yeah, and I think, you know, there, there, were, there were a lot of fun character moments. It just really sold the fuck out of how good Chris Hemsworth is as, as a comedic totally. actor to me. And it's, um, I, I even love the symbolic, like, you know, stripping Thor of his iconic locks and the hammer. I really thought that was like a, you know, very purposeful, symbolic shift that Taika was like, no, I'm making this my movie. Yeah, you know, uh, he, he's not, he wasn't, I don't think he's even credited as a writer. He's not. But yeah, I don't know. He did a lot of this movie was ad libbed though. Yeah, right. Okay, sure. A lot of it, which you can tell. Yeah, man. So he highlighted this movie for me. I didn't even realize it until like the end credits that it was that it was him. Korg is this rock monster who uh, is stuck. Soft spoken and very polite, and and extremely New Zealand, and and maybe not the sharpest tool in the shed. And it's it's Taika Waititi doing a voice not unlike his voice. And what's his mate called? His little. Knife wielding, like Kang or so great. Just what and just so good. But apparently they're they're going to come back. Man, that's so fucking exciting. I read that this week. The Tiger's like, oh yeah, like Korg's coming back, and so is his little mate with like the knife arms. It's so good. Even if it's a one shot or something, like I just want that. I just want yeah. Give him a main movie. Give us Korg. Give Korg. Put him in the Avengers. Yeah, perfect. Um, how'd you feel seeing Hulk again? As we know, the big reveal in the original trailer was Hulk. I kind of, I, I really, watching that, I was like, fuck, I wish we didn't know that already. Or like, yeah, you know, we knew he was going to be in it, but not, I wish we hadn't had the, his big reveal. Yeah. In the, in same the with Spidey getting revealed in 
Civil War trailer. Totally, like, I yeah. wish those things were surprised a bit. You can see why they do it. Yeah. I mean, the, the Hulk's got such a tr- like Universal still own the rights to him, and they're not allowing him to have a standalone oh, movie. But, oh no, so you know they're probably yeah, and they're probably like you like they would be saying you need to put him in this trailer, else we won't let you oh, baby. use him. Yeah. Fuck, but you know, I'm I'm really excited. Like you know, five ten years down the track to have my kids watch these movies and not tell them who's going to be in them. Yeah, that's the best. It's going to be very exciting. um, such a great iteration of Hulk in this film because he's mostly Hulk. Yeah, um, and then when he retur- reverts back to David Banner, Bruce um, Bruce Banner. Sorry, David Banner is a great rapper. Um, <laughs> uh, Bruce, when he reverts back to Tupac, <laughs> um, when I he mean reverts Bruce. back to Bruce Banner, um, and it's just Mark Ruffalo being like a bit dazed and like. Hey, what's up? Like I was just like, oh no, it could be me, Hulk again. He was so good as Hulk. Yeah. Um, how great too is just there's some classic like '80s movie tropes with Chris Hemsworth like having similar conversations with Hulk and um, Banner and pretending like the other. Oh no, no, I always like you the best and like saying yeah, it's, it was it's, great. it's so yeah, great, so much fun, so goofy. And he's just like, no, no, I definitely won that fight it's and just super easily. Easy. Yeah, yeah, he's like, was, yeah, easily. So so well written their dialogue and I. I, I I would love to know how much of Hemsworth ablived his yeah. stuff himself too. Yeah. Um, it seems like him. In, like he really it seems like Taika really brought out something oh, in him that we haven't seen in other films. This this whole ensemble looks like they had the most fun. Ever. Yeah, it looks so I mean, fun. Interviews with him, like Jeff Goldblum talking about how much he loves Taika Waititi's um, fashion sense. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is, is unreal. Goldblum was great too because, and again, you, you're getting what you pay for. Like he is Jeff it's Goldblum just Gold, in this 100%, film. 100%, yeah. I th- it was like he was in Tim and Eric's sketches, like finishing lines midway through and just looking and then the scene will end. Like yep. just so bizarre. It's, 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 it's awesome to know that, you know, it, but maybe it's not awesome. It took this long. Maybe what? How many films are there in the MCU now? Twenty four hundred. That now they're kind of like yeah, eight hundred and eighty moons. Like you can do what you want. They're basically yeah. saying it's 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 fun. And yeah, this one obviously has to tie into the MCU. But yeah, it's a fucking Marvel movie. Like, what do you expect? It's ridiculously fun. Yeah, I, I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I saw it at a cinema, and I can't wait to see Thor on my screen again. I I love. It looks like the Black Black Panther is not fun. In terms of comedy and stuff, which is interesting, it's going to be a tonal shift for us. Well, I mean, the the comic isn't either, so I, I think that's actually going to be a good thing. I'm I'm okay for a little bit more of a stern movie, <laughs> stern film. Yeah, Do you have a stern, stern shelf at home where you put your stern genre. No, but like he is a stern character, Black Panther. He's a he's royalty, royalty kind of, yeah, stern, yeah, exactly. aren't they? They're, just, um, they're not fun. If, if if that was a goofy, wisecracking <laughs> Marvel movie, it would be a bit. Offensive. Well, you mean like if like. Chris Tucker was yeah he's like oh man <laughs> that'd be amazing damn yeah but and Jackie Chan is playing um uh Martin uh Martin what's his name Tim from the office Martin Martin Freeman's character yeah. and it's just it's it's a rush hour yeah perfect it's it's, it's rush hour and half the movie is just bloopers yeah <laughs> um hey. You know, ages ago when we were talking about the trailer for Ragnarok on the show, we were criticizing Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner's fashion sense. And I'm so glad that, you know what, as soon as that brought up this in the film, I was like, 
Thank you. Because we, we were like, what the hell? Why is he wearing a t-shirt? Why is he being a, Tony Stark? And a jacket. That's what Tony Stark, the only the only Goomba in uh, the, the Avengers dumb enough to wear that. To ensemble. shop at JJ's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's so weird. And he actually goes, these, First are, line. these are Tony's clothes. He's like, why am I wearing this? And like, I was like, thank you. I needed that. I loved the little bit of, of um, Bruce Banner always adjusting the dick area of his yes. pants. Because Tony wears his pants so tight. Yeah. Was that was good. very good. It's interesting that this year we've seen Tony in referenced in like two of the films he's not in. No, no, sorry, not being in a leading or Avengers movie. Like his role in Spider Man, basically yep. being like rich Uncle Ben and being like a bad parent almost. Uncle Ben is not a good choice of words for a Spider Man movie. <laughs> no, but he's like being a rich Uncle Ben, like literally, because no, 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 Uncle yeah, Ben's yeah, not in it. He's yeah, like oh, literally. I saw what you mean. Sorry. No, he is being. I Uncle thought ben. rich Uncle Ben was some weird phrase that I've never heard of before. That no, that's not, that always sounds like. Yeah, predatory. But he is like the rich Uncle Ben who's like, you know, the here is your suit and be good and stuff. And in this one, it's his small tight pants. Um, I really loved um, Valkyrie. Valkyrie was great. What's her name? Tessa. Tessa um, Thompson. Tessa Thompson. She was so good. Mm, and she's I, great. One of the How beautiful great... were the shots of her fighting uh, Hela like ages ago? Yeah, like, they were excellent. They were like Renaissance art. Like I loved that. It was almost her like... Her costume was great too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I loved her introduction more than anything where she's like... Stumbles, stumbles off the off, ship. Like, just f- straight up falls off the stairs of her ship. Like she's so we've drunk. seen so many, you know, Thor is like, oh, I'm a big drinker, blah, blah. But it was nice to see her. To know that, women, that women were alcoholics also. <laughs> um, and I also loved that um, Taker brought... Um, I don't know the name of this actor's name, but um, she was in... Yes, she was uh, Grandmaster's number two. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, previously of uh, Hunt for the Hunt Wonder for the People. Wonder she people. was the cop and she was also the, the, the voice of the grandma in Moana. Yeah, she was terrific. Um, just having her around in more movies is, is a great vibe. She was so funny in this yeah, too. Yeah, everyone was, fun- everyone was funny in this. There was no like... There was even like... Um, Carl Urban was great. Was he Scourge? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It was Carl Urban? Yeah. Yeah, right. Wow. Shave that head, baby. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was great too. Kind of being like a dickhead at the start, showing girls his place. And then yeah, yeah. Just like giant head flies in there. <laughs> like everyone had a moment. That was, was brilliant when it spray, sprang. Like, yeah, it was so gross. And like, this is good. Brilliant. That was yeah. excellent. Um, I'm kind of over big 70s rock songs being used in superhero movies. Yeah, I did find that... Like, like I would still rather them than like dubstep... Um, Metal yeah. versions of uh, of or Beatles songs. Let Guardians do it. Like they own that because it's yeah. actually a thematic device as well. Like with the tapes, at least. Like there's some sort of reason why it happens in those films. It makes sense in universe. Like surely you would get Thunderstruck by wow. ACDC. It probably cost too much. Surely Led Zeppelin Immigrant Song would cost more. I guess if School of Rock could could afford it, so mm. could Thor. But don't you remember? There's that. There's that. Like. That scene of Jack Black begging for um, who's uh is it Robert Plant? Yeah, Robert yeah, Plant. Um, begging for Robert Plant to let them use Immigrant Song in their um play or in something. in no in School of Rock. Yeah, because yeah. like they're notoriously so he, it's like him with all the kids in the cast going, please let us use your song in the movie. We we really want to use your song in the movie. Like you know and. Where's like now that it's like fuck it? It was in School of Rock. It can be in anything now. It can be in Thor, baby. Yeah. What is Disney probably owns Led Zeppelin. He's got like if anywhere's anti-immigration, it's Asgard. (laughs) So true. Actually, no. This is the most colourful-looking Asgard we've ever seen. Yeah, so far. Thanks, Taika. And if you read, um, yeah, like there's been lots of great press that Taika's done where he said like it was really important for him to get 
indigenous actors and 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 people of color crews in, in and cars, stuff in, in and the crew too yeah 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 um even like supplying Work experience the, wa- the water people and stuff. For, yeah exactly supplying the water for um the catering um did you notice that the uh the, the Commodore was the in Commodore. the Aboriginal flag. The yeah, Aboriginal yeah. flag colours, which is awesome. Yeah, it was um, fantastic. It was so awesome. But I mean, like, the, the best thing in the movie for me was easily hearing Korg's voice. Korg was just great. Did you, did you see the interview uh, where he said he's ba- he's based off, like, all the bouncers he used to interact with as a as a young guy and how they're just, like, with these big, like, scary-looking the, the, guys? Those are the people that... Those just are the, the most polite, like, well-behaved. My trainers. <laughs> yeah, your trainers. got me... Fa- fa- like, Korg is my trainer. <laughs> You're so lucky. Uh, yeah, I was just happy to see Hemsworth finally, like, realize him and Thor finally get it, yeah, crack it, and also be the title character of the film, not just a, you know, like a um, Joss Whedon joke device. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I reckon of if of all the people that of all like the older Avengers. Like, I reckon there's no way we're going to end Infinity War without Tony Stark dying. He has to die, or Cap. It's one or the other. Yeah. I reckon biggest chance of death is is is, is Iron, Iron I Man. D- IDJ at the moment. Yeah, he's out. I reckon he'll be the one to end it. And but then fine. I can also see him being a, I'm quitting the superhero business and passing... Or sacrificing himself. Or I don't know, who knows. One of the, but I don't think Thor's going to be one of the one that No, keep it. him around. It, and, he, you know, I was... Uh, Hemsworth says he wants to play Thor as long as people will let him. Oh, really? Yeah. He's one of those guys. Yeah. He's, he's like, as long as audiences want me, like, he's like, I'll do it. Is he a good bloke? Well, I I mean, from all the time I've spent with him, I guess I do yeah. have... You guys went surfing last summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, You guys, ha- you guys opened that Do you mean ju- by my interaction stand? of watching him be like a... You, not- you, you, you read all the cel- celebrity gossip, Angus. I, don't I know. write... I sell, I, I, I sell the, the celebrity gossip stories. No, um... He comes across as a good dude, right? Yeah. I don't know. I know nothing about him. He's ripped, so I don't really like, you know. I I I worry about backing anyone in Hollywood at the moment, but just Chris back Hansen nobody. He's a good boy. Just back 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 Tyker. Yeah, true. Tyker would see. Uh, seeing this, do you want him to do Akira? Um, I don't want anyone to do Akira. <laughs> I don't know, you know what? I don't like I don't while he was great and funny and stuff like this movie wasn't like visually a smorgasbord it, no, it was a quite generic looking film and I, that that was something that did cross my mind i was like oh akira is not a generic looking anime and it's just i i would like you know i'd like um old mate denny from blade runner or someone to do akira like visually sure like to look like that or like a japanese this. director yeah or just don't make it yeah totally. like just take it out of the don't do something else please <laughs> you know but yeah like taika's heart's in the right place and you know, uh, mad respect for wanting to make a film the right way with uh, unknown Asian cast. I think it's amazing, but just also don't make it. It's it's weird. It's like it's like guys, we have to make Akira. Like it's almost like they've got to solve like a a riddle, or like the war won't be won until somebody makes this movie. I find that odd. Like that's such a weird. It's like they're constantly trying to crack this Akira live action thing. It's just like well, you don't have to do it. Yeah, well, the, make ten other movies. Hollywood never listen, Angus. You know that. Well, yeah. I do. Um, so the ending of the Ragnarok is like they go to fight Hela, and then they decide to give up Asgard, allow Surta. Yes, they go to, Battlestar Galactica. Surta is that his name? The 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 devil. Uh, I've only I've only read. His I don't name. know. Yeah, it's S U R T U R. Sure, Surta. 
It um, becomes the, Battlestar Galactica. Their home gets destroyed and then they live on a spaceship. That's literally Battlestar. And also there's like less than a thousand Asgardians. In, and that's in, Battlestar in as well. Is it? Yeah, that's yeah. weird. It's the first episode of Battlestar. It's like, oh, our, all of our planets got destroyed and the only one that was was a ship that whoever's a passenger, etc., on the ship orbiting the planets, the last survivors of the human race. Right. So I'm like, oh, I get it. I've seen this before. <laughs> um, also older on. But yeah, Hulk fights a big wolf. That was great. I need. I needed that. I kind of wish he was a more of a key player in that scene. I loved when um, Bruce just jumped out of the spaceship and went plonk on the ground. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was a good moment. But we don't see him return to Bruce Banner form at the end. So oh yeah, you're right. So you think he's, he's still Hulk, Hulk on the ship? Is yeah. he? He's just Hulk now. Yeah. Why not? I hope he's just Hulk now. Yeah, we need that. What What's the What are the repercussions of him just being Hulk, like mentally? I don't know. In the comics, what's the rule? That he's just always Hulk or? No, they, they, they change it up every year. Fucking comics. He's dead at the moment. Yeah, how long is that going to last? It's lasted a while so far. What? He, that's like... Two years? We're at 18 months. That's pretty long. long. Yeah. I wonder why. No, oh, you know why? Because Universal owned him. <laughs> Maybe. There no, but go. there's two other Hulks. Oh, of course. <laughs> Three, actually. Four. Oh. Does, that make, does that make Hulk less special? There's actually, there's a shitload of Hulks at the moment. Because all of... Yeah, don't worry. There's plenty of Hulks, but there's no Bruce Banner. Damn. <laughs> I, only respect for my Hulk <laughs> So Angus Will you uh, recommend This movie to all fans Of superhero movies I recommend it Yeah Ragamend it Yeah That's good I love it Thanks uh, <laughs> Well now it's time for Our beloved segment Levin's plays too many Fuck. Indie games You haven't played it Because you've been playing this Exactly It was a joke okay. I haven't played any <laughs> I was like Jeez How have you done that I've been playing I haven't even done Nothing taxes but Mario yet. Odyssey and It's a little indie game It's a little nindy game Yep um, but we're going to be continuing to give you our impressions of Mario Odyssey uh, as we get closer to 100%ing it. And I guess we are going to be doing a big wrap-up of video games and allowing you to vote for your favorite video games of the year for a big kind of video game wrap-up Yeah, we'll do that. We'll open the circle pit up. We'll be doing a, a movie wrap-up episode as well. So if you have uh, mm. any movies that you really think Angus and I should try and see before the end of the year, let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. And I will see it because I don't like people telling me that one of my trivia questions isn't right because I followed a wiki page. So yeah, don't so worry, yeah. I will if, see it. If you want Angus to see anything, book him for a trivia event Based related to it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like absolutely when, everything when Bad Mums 2 trivia is going on, you know I'm you know I'm watching it. I'm going to keep start telling like our episodes or oh, it's um we're doing um 100% Mario Odyssey trivia. Okay, done. <laughs> don't talk to me for a month. Don't at me. Um, but uh, if you would like to support the show, patreon.com slash heyfam is where you go. You'll immediately get access to the worst commentary ever recorded, <laughs> uh, which you should definitely listen on the basis of that description, in my opinion, um, for what the fuck is it called? Yoga hoses. Yoga hoses. And um, Angus and I have come up with a very cool idea of something to do instead of commentaries. Uh, or and in maybe we'll do, we'll alternate. Do like, yeah, alternating. Yeah. We're going to do some like cool, more radio, radio show style format yeah. shows in the future, perhaps related to Nintendo. Perhaps. <laughs> Uh, coming up um, very soon, we're going to be adjusting um, all of the yes. Patreon tiers. It started so off as a manageable, um, And uh, we will be delivering all of the stupid things we would say we yep. deliver. Um, we're going to be writing all of your names on our foreheads, Jared Leto style. We've and also got t-shirts designing, which are very cool. And yep. they do not look like 
podcast t-shirts is all we'll say. And I've started getting my son Archie to insult everyone who paid for that tier as well. Just, um, just another reason. So we and I'm gonna we might like begin an episode very soon with Archie, just an onslaught of Archie I'd insulting like all of our listeners. I'd like that. Um, so if you would like to be insulted by a toddler and have uh, have your name written on one of our foreheads before we record, while his um, dad profits off it, yeah, <laughs> one of the next uh, episodes, uh, head to Patreon.com/slash/HeyFam and uh, and join up as a supporter. Um, before we change it all and make it a bit easier for us to manage. So look, next week we'll go more Odyssey and I'm going to chat about Stranger Things 2. I'm going to finish the South Park game tomorrow morning. Still hurts. Yeah. Still A little update on that though. A little update. Um, Look, big shout out to the beautiful people at Ubisoft, in particular Nick Ross Edwards, who uh, is fam. Not related by blood, but related by passion of podcasting. And related by taint. Related by... We're all now tainted by the taint. Um, who is a listener of the show and hit me up immediately and was mortified of my experience and then had a great chat with him and pointed him into, like, because I was scouring, like, the dark corners of the internet by typing in, like, weird variations of what happened to me. I found others and it's been immediately escalated to uh, the dev team and they're aware of it and they're working on a fix. So Hopefully you'll get to finish that game before the end of the year. I'm hoping so. Um, Because, like, having said, like, you know, I knew you were very concerned about... Um, having to start the game again, even if you I could you, do it, even now. if it gets p- patched. Um, but I think, like, you know, I've only got two missions or whatever left, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get back in there and remember all the moves yeah. and stuff like that. I hope it gets fixed. I just, I just would week. love to play it because I was having such a ball. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to finishing that. And I've got a whole bunch of games I want to I want to finish. I've I've started the second season of Shogun Raku. Uh, oh, nice! Uh, Rakugo Shinju. So you're gonna watch is... Stranger Things at all? No, that's not for you. I've never watched the first season. I, my wife was too scared to watch more than the first episode. Oh. So I, I, when when I have the house to myself, I play video games. So. Yeah, just sucks to be you. Is it? Is it? It's it's amazing, right? It's a great show. Have you yeah. finished all of season two yet? Uh, halfway through. Halfway through. Okay. Well, I only started after horror movie. Like I get hardcore. Like. Um, like disciplined when I have to like I will the only non-horror movie I saw was Thor in that like month whatever yep. period because like just shut out of all other media and have to con- I, I just feel like if I'm not doing something for a job then I'm like being shit or something it's really weird it's probably good it's like good discipline but then afterwards I was like thank fucking Christ the floodgates were open and we smashed like the first four in like two sittings cool Um, it's great yeah it's it's you know it's Nostalgic Spielbergy X Files more no less it's nostalgic Spielbergy. Okay. Yeah, it's it's great fun. It's great. The cast is awesome. The production this season is incredible. Yeah, I really like the first episode of the first season. I just it wasn't. Yeah, just go didn't get watch it. it. It's fantastic. Okay. I, I preferred the season one on my second rewatch, which I just did recently. It's okay, phenomenal. Cool. Fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, you can find us at facebook.com slash heyfampodcast. Send us an email to heyfampodcast at gmail.com. Angus is at twitter.com slash chimichangus. Levins is at, at levdog, L-E-V-D-A-W-G. Smashed it. On Instagram and Twitter is where you can find us on those nicknames. Again, it's patreon.com slash heyfam if you want to support the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And most importantly, enjoy, enjoy your morning. morning. Hey! Bam, 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 bam. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.